To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Arai, at the K-Drama Cafe Podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. All are welcome here, fangirls, fanboys, K-Drama lovers, K-pop lovers, anime lovers. You guys are all welcome here. If this is not your first time here, thank you so, so, so much and welcome back. Thank you for joining me once again to hear my thoughts and takes on all things Korean dramas. So welcome or welcome back. On today's episode, I am so excited. I mean, I'm always excited to talk about K-dramas. Um, but today, it's going to be a funny one because I'm talk- I'm continuing my rewatch journey through the years. And um, this one's a funny one. This one's infamous and famous at the same time. Um, <laughs> this one has the K-drama community divided. No, I'm just kidding. I being dramatic right now um but yeah today's episode i'm talking about the heirs yes the heirs which is known as the inheritors on netflix but when it came out in 2013 2014 2013 it was known and it is known as the air so i'm gonna continue um calling it the heirs um yeah so we're talking about the heirs today woo yay um sorry (laughs) sorry um but yeah i'm excited we got some things to talk about um i'm talking about my first initial impressions when i first watched it and how i feel about it today in 2023 10 years later officially no none officially in eight in uh in october 9th of this year it'll be 10 years um did it withstand the test of time (laughs) no (laughs) not at all (laughs) absolutely not but let's get it let's get into it so wind down grab yourself a cup of coffee grab yourself of tea whatever you need to get through this show um let's let's get into it the air is Uh, but before we get into it, you guys know what I'm going to ask, okay? Have you been caffeinated, okay? And um, if you guys like coffee, let me know what your go-to drink is. I like to try things, new things out, especially during the holidays, especially during autumn. My favorite season is fall because everything's pumpkin. I know it's known as like the basic girl drink or the whatever. I don't care. I love pumpkin-flavored things, okay? So, love Yes, I love the pumpkin spice latte. But today, I actually don't have that. I, I went to Seven Leaves. Um, and I don't... I think it's... There's franchises throughout the U.S., but for sure, it's in SoCal. And um, I love the Vietnamese iced coffee there. But I also love the house coffee. And today, I have the house coffee, um, which is r- right here. But the ice melted because I took too long to set up <laughs> to record um but i took a it took a yeah it, it's almost done um but yeah i wanted something special today and i um i got a house coffee it's pretty good i really liked it um but yeah go check i can't talk i see i knew i needed a bigger coffee <laughs> i got a regular i should have gotten a little i, I can't I, I can't talk i can't talk um i should have gotten a large um but here we are i probably need to drink water now at this point um but yeah so if you guys have 
um, any go-to drinks, let me know what they are. Because I want to check out new things. Um, but yeah, anyways, enough coffee talk. Let's get into today's episode. You guys ready? Let's talk about the airs. <laughs> who let me have a mic okay anyways okay so the airs it came out 2013 october 9th through december 12th of 2013 um i think i've already covered this it was 20 episodes from sbs known as the airs um and yeah i watched it ongoing through drama fever and i have to say when i first watched this show let me tell you something it was just so different for me because I, the shows that I, the dramas that I have watched previously were like not production wise, not as good of a quality, which I honestly didn't mind because at the time, like, like K dramas were so new to me. I just, there wasn't an expectation, you know? There wasn't an expectation of they have to look like this or they have to have like good production value like i've always like my outlet has always been storytelling um and honestly escaping from reality so when like korean dramas were a whole different thing and different language and culture and everything so i didn't have expectations as i do today which is kind of sad but kind of good at the same time um, but yeah, so when this show came out, it was so different. I didn't have access to a lot of things, a lot of shows, dramas. Um, when I first started watching Korean dramas, I didn't have, like, I started watching Korean dramas maybe like 2008 or so. And um, yeah, like, everything came out super late at night. I would stay up as, you know, try to sneak sneak in stay up late before i get got caught by my parents and them yelling at me tell me to go to sleep um but yeah i would like the the most when i first started watching what i had was only a um cable channel which was channel 18 and i don't know if it's just like the u.s or california i never i should probably <laughs> google that but it was just channel 18 and it wasn't specifically a type of network I think it was a type... I don't even know what kind of broadcast it was called. I don't, I don't know. I just remember they had shown Korean dramas and sea dramas and Taiwanese dramas and different dramas. I remember some K-dramas only had Mandarin subtitles. Like, and I, I would just watch them. I didn't know what they were talking about, but I was so fascinated by them. Always been fascinated by Asian culture since I was young um my favorite one of my favorite disney movies move on i know uh we'll get into that another day but um but yeah i was just very fascinated by it i don't i don't know well i guess yeah like i said we'll get into that another day and so by the time that airs came out it was just such a new and fresh thing that i think i was just very delusional by the magic of it and that's one thing that I want to talk about, okay? Because did it withstand the test of time? Absolutely not. There's definitely this. Sorry. There's definitely a lot of problem. That I can't talk. I can't talk. There's definitely a lot of problematic things to this show, and 
completely honest, during the time, that time and before that, a lot of shows, and not just Korean dramas, but in general, whether it's from the US or from, gosh, like I grew up, well, I mean, I'm Hispanic, so I also grew up with telenovelas, and those definitely did not age well <laughs> either. Um, so a lot of shows and cultures and everything, it just didn't age well, including, of course, Korean dramas. Um, but I remember before I watched this show, I watched like Will It Still for Christmas, Dream High, Cinderella's Sister. Um, like just the quality was so different. And I guess, again, I didn't mind at all. I enjoyed everything. Um, but when this one came out, it was just so young and fresh and like the 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 what really hooked me in i'm gonna say right now okay what really hooked me into this drama was the ost the original soundtrack okay if you guys have watched this you guys know what i'm talking about what hooked me right in was the soundtrack again i didn't have that much access to many dramas so this is based off of my experience when i first watched this i hadn't heard an ost like this one ever before have there been ost like this one i don't know but it was just what what was available to me at the time and i hadn't heard anything like that all the dramas that i had watched they had their own personal score they had it was very like traditional korean drama-esque like scores or osts you know and this one i enjoyed every single song that they put out for this soundtrack and i just thought like wow like this soundtrack is is not just a soundtrack like i can actually listen to it on its own and check out these artists you know and i i enjoyed every single every single song um they do that <laughs> it does have your typical k-drama main like ballad song like i think for this one it's moment you you guys you guys see this show you guys know what i'm talking about you guys know it's like love is the moment like i'm not even gonna attempt to see because it's it's extra it's extra i'm gonna know you guys but yeah that one or love is um i don't even know the titles of the songs and then um i know lima no which is our male lead he had a song um there, you know, Imano had a song, Park Jin Hye had a song, she's our female lead. Um, and it was just like for me, what made the show was the soundtrack. Again, this is my personal take and my personal opinion. Not everyone could agree with this, but y'all, it made it for me. It and it stuck me. It's it it hooked me with that soundtrack. Cause I hadn't heard anything else like it, and I was very because of what i heard in the airs because of what i heard in the airs that's what it w- that was an open door for me to listen to more korean artists you know i think for me it all started with definitely dream high and iu um i just think iu just has a really great she regardless of what genre she sings she's she's a really actually really good vocalist in general so I was very curious about her, but it wasn't until a few years later when I watched the show where I was like, oh, they they have some good stuff. And that's how 
I got into my journey. Um, before K-pop, I was listening to like you know, like these artists here. But yeah, <laughs> that's that was that's the main thing. That's what really, really, really hooked me, which was the OST. So that's yeah. So I watched it through, finished it. Definitely obsessed with it. Definitely <laughs> obsessed with the main leads. Um. <laughs> I, I've always said that Limino was my first love or my first crush. I actually don't have him. Like, I always say it's him because I've seen more dramas with him. But the first one ever, a first Korean actor that I had a crush on, um, I will be talking about next in my other, my next rewatch episode. But technicality, for technicality reasons, Limino was definitely one of my first um i guess not obsession but like is it obsession i, I really liked him and i like i always was trying to track down what he what he would be in until uh maybe mid i don't know i think at a certain point i think after right before oh gosh what is that one show blue something lagoon or something i didn't watch that one unfortunately um, from there on, I haven't watched a show that he's in. Um, I do want to see Pachinko. I haven't seen it, but that's definitely... It's definitely been a goal of mine to watch. Um, but yeah, I went off on a tangent. <laughs> so when I first watched it, I was definitely obsessed with it. I tried to make everyone watch it. I tried. I made my cousin watch it. I made my brother watch it. He finished it, and he doesn't even watch Korean dramas. Um, I made like whoever and anyone to watch it um in like 20 i don't know 15 16 met my friend in college and got her into k-dramas and she watched it and she had her family watch it and they watch it all the time it's just i don't know it's very nostalgic show and it's not too too old i mean it's 10 years old but yeah i was very like oh this is so good i love this show um, and I'll go into explaining why I felt that way. Um, now, 10 years later, rewatching this show. How do I feel? Did it age well? I mean, we all know that answer. <laughs> but it's just funny because, yeah, like, it did not age well. And it's just funny hearing a show that you held dear and you love and, like, you realize it <laughs> not age well there's so many problematic things to it and i think it's good because like people are you know being aware and um it's just fun it's fun to hear the people talk about like what they don't like about it or what they do like about it it's just very intriguing um but for me like i'll tell you this <laughs> rewatching it was a little see First of all, I think the big thing was the fact that it's 20 episodes. Ever since I first watched it, I would watch it like maybe once a year. It's always been a comfort drama for me. It was just like a nostalgic thing. It was the type of, it was the drama that whenever I was in a slump, I would just watch that and I would get right back into it. Um, but there's just like a few, I want to say a couple years ago, I hadn't rewatched it um but so i just forgot that it was 20 episodes and i don't think that it's worth 20 episodes 
I really don't think it's worth 20 episodes. Um, I've felt that way before, starting from the first time I watched it, even though I did like it a lot. But even back then, I, I was like, um, yeah, this is not worth 20 episodes. Because at the beginning, um, just spoiler alert. <sighs> spoiler alert. Um, and uh, just bear with me, you guys, if you love the show. Um, or if you dislike the show, just bear with me and hope you guys are here to hear my thoughts and takes. But, um, yeah, just when I first, the first time I watched the show, I didn't think it was worth 20 episodes. I knew it was a slow start and it is a slow start and it's fine. Um, it should have been like, this show should have been like 12 or 16 episodes. They could have wrapped it up in like 12 or 16. I'm not going to lie um the premise well let's get into it okay let's let's get into it now that i talked about my first initial impressions so the heirs um let's see <sighs> let me do it instead of reading it let's let's try okay because I, I mean i should know by now so the heirs it's starring you know who plays kim tan and parchin hey who plays cha and song so the heirs is about inheritors and one poor girl that's it that's it that's there's nothing much to it it's literally about It's literally about rich kids that go through their rich kids' problems and one poor girl against the world. One of the main, main richest of them all, the chevel, the top chevel, the richest, falls in love with the poor girl and they go through obstacles because of their um, differences in social status. And that is literally pretty much it everything else is fluff (laughs) everything else is fluff that's pretty much the main thing so let me just be a little bit more respectful to the show so it's about kim tan who's played by lee minho he is the second son of a huge like it's called jacob group um huge huge company uh one of the top companies um so they're very they're that family is very rich very old money rich and he is a second son so the first son is you know acting president while the dad is like you know i don't know he's just retiring um but the thing is that when we first see oh god i hate living next to the freaking main street um but anyways so when we first get introduced to kim ton because this this is why let me explain why this show starts off slow okay The show starts off in the U.S. And let me start off by saying why it... First of all, why it's a problem. I personally didn't care. Um, I didn't... I don't know. I just didn't... I really didn't care. I was like, it's a show. Like, it's just showing what it needs to show. You have the... You get the idea. They're in L.A. They're in Southern California. But, um... But, you know... In reality, he's supposed to be 
you don't even know where he's supposed to be. Those who actually live in South California, we don't even know what they're trying to portray or where they're supposed to be living because within one day they literally i mean only if you know you know but they literally traveled from la to huntington beach to like san diego to redlands in like one day and i'm just like where does he live because that beach is like different from that city because la and the beaches they're not in the same county (laughs) and the school that he went is a completely different county now i know it's totally fair like the school that they used which by the way spoiler alert this is not a spoiler but if you guys follow me on instagram kdrama cafe underscore podcast um kdrama cafe underscore podcast um i (laughs) gosh i don't even know how to explain this so where i work at um apparently and i had no idea where i work at um it gets rented out to different vendors and a lot of the time is like korean production companies so the last time a production company was there they were making a music video for espa um yeah and i watched the video and i was like oh my gosh that's literally where i work i don't work in those buildings that they um filmed at though i work in like the building i work in is more it's admin it's not yeah they they filmed in like the where the students are the other areas that i'm not (laughs) so don't get too excited um but i know throughout the window was like oh my gosh that's that's a whole film crew out there (laughs) that's a whole film crew out there well guess what my boss comes out and she's like um oh yeah they do it all the time i don't know when's the last time they um it's like a show it was like a show i was like hold on what show she's like oh man i don't remember but yeah they were here and i'm like what show so she goes and she looks it up and she comes back she's like oh yeah this one like the inheritors or something i'm like what did you say the heirs what so i totally freaked out because i'm like a huge fan of um Park Shin Hae and I love Lee Mano. As much as I love Lee Mano, um, Mano, um I love Park Shin Hae more. Even though she's been in some not all her work is but I love her. You know I love her. Um anyway, so um yeah she was, she was they they filmed there. They filmed the school the school part of it when they're in the in southern california but i just think what's funny out of everything out of everything that i've seen in those four four episodes it's not even the first two episodes it's the first four episodes in the u.s i'm pretty sure it's the first four episodes why why even back then even back then it was just too much like every time i would rewatch it i'll probably like, skip some parts of it you know and then enjoy the rest but yeah the first literally four episodes which i feel like i'm like this shouldn't have been this long they shouldn't they shouldn't have done the u.s whatever they should have just stayed in the u.s but anyways i thought the funniest part of everything besides the fact that they were yeah the yeah 
the funniest part was the fact that they hung out at some point in san diego and i'm like because i recognized it i was like that is literally san diego <laughs> like how do you go from the hollywood sign to san diego i just thought it was funny as heck but i mean again i i it's not offensive or anything to me it's just funny but but yeah slow start watch rewatching it again still a slow start still a slow start let's say this i'll tell you all all this is gonna be my caption this drama became easily became my background drama like i can put in the background know what's going on and do my thing while i was re-watching it i had i would put it on and i'll either um be working on i'll like do laundry or like do some chores um i'll even like do homework <laughs> while i'm watching it um it's yeah it's definitely easily i watch it so many times i already know what's going on um and i yeah it's an easy it's an easy easy background show for me and that's hard to say because i know korean drama is a background show because i know that i don't know the language like that i just know some phrases so it's just funny the fact <laughs> that it's that um so that yeah it i it came to the point where i just watch it in the background and then some obviously uh, for the most part i was actually literally watching it but it definitely easily became that type of drama for for me okay um but but anyways i went off tangent let's get into the premise uh yeah so again there's it's kim tan and he you see him he's first introduced and he's in the u.s and the reason why he's in the u.s is because he's a second son which means okay that his brother his older brother he's a legitimate chebel meaning his mom is was the wife who has who unfortunately passed away of the chairman the chairman and and so he's the legitimate son kim tan is a second son but he is a son of a mistress spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert so there's obviously some shame to that now here's the thing like and i'm gonna my next episode is all about how to go into if you're interested in going into gay dramas how to go into it but a huge thing about it is learning the culture because if i explain it to people from the u.s they'd be like oh my gosh it's not that big of a deal but for them it's a huge deal it is a like it is a, an honor shame culture um honor shame based culture so right off the bat you see the older brother he's supposed to be the real inheritor but he has to fight against his little brother you know like who's like there's this like friction of who's gonna inherit everything the little brother or the first son the legitimate first son and there's a threat because he is a mistress son and if he becomes the heir that would be bring shame because he's actually not legitimate but they hide that so his current wife the chairman the grandpa the dad i don't know what to call him um the grumpy (laughs) i don't know what to call him but him he is currently living with tan's mom the mistress but is still married to like not not the first son's 
uh, mom, but he remarried, and, um, yeah, and it's just, like, it's, it's kind of a hot mess, it's kind of sad, so what ends up happening is that Kim Tan, Kim Tan's brother sends him off to the U.S., um, so that he could just live his life out there and just not be a bothersome to him, because he just wants him to just be a regular rich guy and not worry about anything, so that he can remain the inheritor, okay, yeah yeah and i think for that premise to me like i just it never again even back then never really caught my attention it just didn't seem as relatable to me and back then like first of all my brain wasn't fully developed okay but at the same time like i even then i just didn't really care for that part what i was mostly focused on was will that that brother um will they have like some kind of redeeming moment or i don't even want to say reconciliation because i don't think they've ever were close but will they come together and reach each other you know um i think that i was interested everything else about like the inheritance and like who's i just i'm like i do it's just it's i don't care <laughs> i really don't care um but so he sent off to the u.s and he's there and he's decided you know what i don't i really don't want to be the inheritor like my brother can take it i just want the love of my brother but he sees me as a threat so i can't really i can't really do much and like my dad sees me as a burden but what it's just you know and so he's in the u.s alone and um he's the high school student and uh you know living their rich boy life and enter in cha and sung played by Park he she is supposed to be a really poor girl her mom unfortunately is new um she can't speak um and she is also a housekeeper but here is the twist the housekeeper where she is a housekeeper i guess where she is at guess <laughs> she works at none other than kim Tan's parents home dun, dun, dun. um so yeah so how does park shin hey slash chan sung end up in the u.s well chan sung has a sister that moved to the s to the u.s because of school so uh, her sister told her mom like hey i'm getting married please send money so the mom sends money chan sung is living a miserable life she hates being poor she's always working she feels like she can't catch her breath and it's difficult like she's like <sighs> in the beginning she's just not a likable character she's not she's not a likable character because you feel for her because of the struggle that she has to go through and you could see like she feels like she hasn't you know she can't catch a break she can't catch her breath and that you know you feel for that but the way she treats her mom is like oh gosh like like you know <laughs> like i don't care if you're miserable like you cannot treat your mom like that but yeah she'll tell her mom like don't do sign language but again again 
you gotta you've gotta consider the culture you gotta consider the culture so um yeah she will tell her like don't do sign language in public just text me and things like that and so they find she finds out about her sister that she's getting married she's like okay wow she's gonna get married she's gonna live there forever she's gonna leave me behind um okay fine i'll take the money so she takes the money um behind her mom's back and she ends up going to the u.s she goes to the u.s gets into some trouble of course and guess who's there to help her out none other than our kim tan and they set off an adventure for the next four episodes and then she finally gets a chance to go back to korea because her sister turns out that she wasn't going to school turns out she wasn't getting married but she was um you know like she was in an unfortunate situation there and she decided to get all the money from her mom so she can run away and i literally mean run away because when they finally confront each other in the in 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 the u.s sequence um she literally takes the money and runs away like they don't even have a conversation they don't even and you never hear from her again like what so we're just gonna pretend like she never like like she never happened you know um but yeah she literally runs away i i don't even know where she went what happened to her what she was struggling with we just know that she was living in a house um and she had housemates and it's not never it's never clear if if she was living with a boyfriend or if she was just living with housemates like that was never made clear so we don't know we just know that she was working as a waitress chan sung found her her sister took the money and ran and never and she never came back so she was stranded now and she's like wow i came here so that i could live with my sister and start a new life but now i'm screwed so chaos ensues no i'm just kidding so she goes on a little adventure trying to figure out how to come go back home and that's how she meets kim tan and they have like little adventures together and they get to know each other and they have different like um what is it called um (laughs) tourist moments there they go to san diego apparently um and then she like visits his school um and she goes to see the hollywood sign and then they get chased around and like it's just just a bunch of stuff happens um just to just to show that they you know got close and yeah they ended up during the short amount of time he ends up falling for her like he ends up falling madly in love with her and so she finally gets connected with a friend who was in the u.s and he helps her to go back to korea and in the meantime um chan sung finds out that kim tan is is engaged to this girl who's you know another chibble and um they're engaged but like not like it's kind of like a arranged marriage because because of like family status and stocks and like all that stuff all the good stuff that i really don't feel like talking about because just i just don't want to talk about that right now i'm done with numbers right now um but yeah so then she leaves and kim tan was so in love with her that he decided to go back to korea and that's where everything just went all (laughs) that's where everything went all 
crazy the fact that he came back to korea just set everything in motion in high school because he was known as like the king he was known as the main bully he was known as like you know the richest guy and like you know the most popular and the most you know whatever um and he had a rival his old best friend who is now the bully and they hate each other um and then he has his fiance that he does not really care for but is like what can he do that's what you know their parents are making them get be engaged and then there's the whole chan sung situation because they have different backgrounds and different social statuses there's friction there because like i've said before who's gonna get blamed for everything our chan sung why because she's the one who who has less resources and has less yeah has less resources to defend herself so they're all gonna look at her like wow like what did you just seduce him like like he is too rich for you he is too good looking for you but the whole entire time is pretty much him chasing her her rejecting him because if they get together there's gonna be a lot of backlash bullying um, and then the parents are going to get involved because of the whole engagement with Uriel, which is Rachel. Um, and, and yeah, so they just that the conflict and stuff like that. But again, the main premise is just Kim Tan, who's the second son, son of a mistress from a really, really, fam- really rich family who falls in love with a girl who's poor and how they um how they conquer love how they go through obstacles together to finally reach each other that's pretty much the main premise if you're interested in something like that go check it out but be warned <laughs> be very very be very warned by the slow start and be very warned by um some problematic elements to it <sighs> just be warned but yeah that is the airs um and like i said before it's starring lima no and park shin hee and here's the thing number one the reason why i actually really like this show is not because of the story the reason why i like this show is because of the casting because this casting was filled with a bunch of a lot of them were rookies i feel like a lot of the kids already had a big background but a lot of them in this show they're not as you could tell they're they're young and you could tell they're they're new a lot of them are new some of them already have experience but compared to how they are today it's so fun to watch because it's like wow like out of this show came really really good names okay let's start with lima no first of all let's start with him okay and then you know i'm not gonna go into detail with him because Let's just let's just say Lee Minot, first of all. Park Shin Hae. And then there's Kim Woo-bin, man. Like he made it big after that. And I was really happy because I think this was one of his first K dramas. And he did really, really well. Like a lot of the times the script was really stupid. I'm not gonna lie. And they they he did really well for the script that was given to him. But Kim Woo-bin is in this. We have Kang Min Hyuk, and I didn't know what really what he's been doing but he came out in the celebrity celebrities or the celeb celebrity 
but he looks really good and then there's kong hano like how can you not love him you know and there's crystal crystal john and then there's kim ji won and of course um parking chick is in here um yeah so like names today that everyone knows from different dramas they they were in here as little little babies <laughs> so i i really like that you know i was watching parking uh Hyung shake and i'm like yeah even back then man you had potential and you're doing good you're doing good and again with kim will bin um i didn't like his character i just i didn't have second lead I don't have typically I don't have second lead syndrome. The only time that I've had second lead syndrome was in True Beauty, but let's not talk about that. Um yeah, so Kim Kim Woopin, I didn't have second lead syndrome. I didn't he wasn't also a like a Okay, let's get this let's get this out of the way. The o- there's no likable characters in this drama. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> you don't watch this show because of likable characters cuz there's none there's none the only redeeming character is definitely chan sung's mother okay she literally could do no wrong and only likable character but because of her relatability aspect is crystal's um character which is lee bona okay and let me explain why (laughs) let me explain why um, because every single character, again, is not likable. Even Kang Hyun-yul's character, like, he was okay, but it's just some actions that he did that was like, oh, gosh, this is so cringy, or this is so dumb. Like, there were so many scenes where I'm like, here's the thing, like, if you don't, it's just so, so, so opera-y and not in a good way. So that's why it's a little bit tough to swallow because it's a fresh look it's a fresh new actors good ost productions looking pretty decent except for the oh my gosh <sighs> except for those the, the american characters they were just those it, it was not good I'm, i'll just leave it at that they weren't it wasn't that good anyways moving on forgive me forgive me forgive me <laughs> forgive me um but yeah so here's the thing like like i was saying there every single like there's just even yeah the only person that was likable besides the mom is libona um because every single person like i know here's the thing no one's perfect and that's totally okay but it's just like the writing was just like not good and the writer i found out wait what did she write i think it was the glory i think she wrote the glory bro hold on hold on hold on hold on hold your horses the glory she freaking wrote the glory she wrote the glory and she wrote the king eternal monarch which i haven't seen i think i've seen like maybe one episode um but it just it's not really well liked either yeah but the writing it not my preference i'm not gonna say it's not good 
because a lot of people like this show it's just not my preference it's just really not but every character like i said it's just they're not likable kimton like you there's so many times where you feel for him and you root for him um but for the most part it's like mm, you know the reason why i say libuna is the best likable character yes she could be annoying but i feel like out of everyone she's the normal one the one that actually acts her age the one who actually acts like a teenager the one who actually like is it's just is just living a regular high school life all she's worrying about is you know high school and her boyfriend and little miniature things she she's like a breath of fresh air even though she could be annoying but she's a breath of fresh air because she's just literally a regular teenager she's just a literally a regular teenager worrying about regular teenager stuff everyone else has so many issues dealing with the price that it comes being an inheritor being an heir because you can't be with whoever you want to be with you can't do it with whatever you want kanhunel's kanhun forgive me kanhunel's character can't even decide what career path he should take they choose it for him and then we have kim jiwon rachel yu uh same thing he she can't choose her who she's gonna get married with because it involves like the companies merging and all these things and with kim ji wan's character rachel yu it gets complicated because she starts developing real feelings for him but she turns out to be like ugh, like it's not even like no one's gonna care because of how horrible she acted and just very spiteful so she's definitely not a likable character did i like her performance she was when i first saw this show I was like that girl even though she's freaking get on my nerves right now is gonna do some great things she she's a pretty good actor a pretty good actress and watching it yeah like she's she does really really well <sighs> but yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah just going in i think the main sorry the main things that had me hooked was really the power of editing the magic of editing because these editors they worked overtime they made really dumb minuscule scenes mean a lot and make it big you know they like the editing was really well done the music was really well placed and i think when people like it is really because of the the magic and the power of editing well editing um but it the premise and the story itself which don't get me wrong like i love a good you know like ceo and middle class or low class girl like together falling in love like i really like that trope i don't think that's the kind of trope that i won't ever get tired of especially if it's done well i absolutely love it so that's not my problem with this show here it was just like <laughs> the characters they're just not the main characters aren't really as 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 likable for me 
you know however i think for me i don't mind when a character's not likable especially if it's meant if that's intentional but the thing with this show that really um the reason why it it, it got me hooked and i feel like rewatching it again i still agree with it is the fact that this is supposed to be a first love type of show and i remember watching an interview with limano and why he decided to take this role he decided to take this role is because it's his last chance to play a, a high schooler because i think he was probably like 27 at the time 26 27 years old and so he took the role right before he was going into the military was it right before i can't remember um and he said like kim don is like very passionate and when he falls in love it's his first love and so it's everything to him so it's like a passionate young love love like that's very foolish and to me i take that in consideration because the actions they take here it's like oh my gosh like don't do that like that's very dumb um don't say that um but i think of that like okay it's like a young love and like young high school love a lot of times it's not healthy a lot of the time it's not um it's not healthy it's not um it's foolish you know and so i see someone like that who's very passionate who falls in love and who's young and it's just like dealing with young love and first love and the messiness of it um but yeah like (laughs) it's crazy but yeah, going going into it again, I I think the main the main thing why people love the show is is the editing style of the show because they get you in really really good moments where the acting is pretty good and it's just literally they don't even say anything they're just there then the right song comes out and then it's the right like angles and like the right timing and that's what really gets you hooked into this drama. So if I could say something, um, watching it the first time and rewatching it for this, I don't even know how many times I rewatched it, but rewatching it for this last time, um, it was like confirmed to me, like yeah, like this show is likable because of the magic of <laughs> in my opinion. Um, in my opinion, I know other people feel differently, but in my opinion, I think it's likable because of the power and the magic of editing. Um, so other than that this show gosh i can't even go on and on and on about it like because i honestly do not have the time but i think what i really well if you want to watch it i think what you'll enjoy is the chemistry um the characters themselves i think the actors are so like they're so passionate about this that it makes it likable for me, you know? Because I could see their effort and I could see how hard they're trying. Because what makes a good actor is not just like someone who can really do a really, really good job with a really well written script and really well like production company or team and great director and all this stuff. A good actor is someone who can literally bring you just captivate you with anything (laughs) and i think they were able to do that with this script that was so so you know um they were able to like grab your attention 
and that's why they're successful today because they're really good actors and actresses but but yeah that was like my huge take on it like rewatching again my take was number one first four episodes are really slow and unnecessary them in the u.s it doesn't have to be that long it just doesn't have to be that long number two it just this show relies on editing a lot what makes it good what makes it entertaining is the way they edit it and the way they use their original soundtrack um and three is the actors and actresses that were a part of this you can really tell they were passionate about it that they were they actually made effort and tried really hard and i think that was was very endearing for me and that's why i i i watched it and i'm like you know i liked it and um and yeah so those are like the main takeaways while re-watching it um would i watch it again i don't know it's just been a drama that i've rewatched several times and i feel like at this point so many things have changed and um i just i don't know if i can do another 20 episodes of this again i just don't think so <laughs> probably on my vacation but yeah um yeah but i again i really liked still liked the editing style of it i really liked the performances i really enjoyed it because i could see like they're trying really hard and it's just again it's very endearing and yeah i really liked the performances um the story i don't know never really cared the only thing that really would catch my attention of the story is how much how much um kim tan was strive how he actually was proactive about the whole situation of you know his dad doing all these crazy things to keep them away and force him to like you know be an inheritor and all these things and how everything affects everything his decision making him choosing chan sung is like a ripple effect to everything else including the company and stocks and how his mother's treated his real mother's treated and how like oh you know the engagement can affect like their family name and all these things and like and yeah <laughs> um and that's what was intriguing for me seeing that seeing the proactiveness them as a couple together i think i like them a lot visually they're just I'm like man you guys are just just looks cute like it looks really cute together i really enjoyed it it's like a guilty pleasure for me it's a guilty pleasure it's a guilty pleasure it's just something that i watch once in a while we all watch it once a year once every other year um just for nostalgia <laughs> it's just a guilty pleasure it's okay um but again think the main things that really caught my attention as i was re-watching was um was how hard they were trying how hard they were trying with this damn script <laughs> i think that's what stood out to me the most because a lot of this part of the scripts were just in my opinion they were they were okay they were okay i'll i'll, I'll say that i'll 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 stick with that i'll, I'll stick with that um but yeah and finishing finishing it off i have to say like 
I think I'm just gonna stick with that. It's just the power and magic of editing that will get you hooked with moments and timing and like staring at each other. Nothing's going on. Like it gets you hooked because they did it right, you know? However, what was strong in that, they lack. It lacks uh, depth and yeah that's that's the only thing um with this show so i think for me i just want to share that there's um quite a lot of shows that are like that that you know people do not like the show they can't get past certain things and that specific show is loved by another audience you know and um and yeah you'll you'll run across as you start watching korean dramas like you'll run across the shows and that's totally 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 okay this is your journey um and you get to like whatever you want to like and this show although i could bash on it for more but i just want to take too much of your time or i could talk about um what what i love but mostly bash on um as it's just one of those shows that like bring nostalgia to me and it's just a fun watch you know whenever i literally have nothing going on which is like rare but but yeah um that is the heirs and i didn't go into too much detail i'll be going more in detail about that in another episode where i'll be really really talking about what what hasn't aged well within korean dramas but um as for now those are my last thoughts with this show let me know what you guys think um i know i didn't really go into too much detail it was just literally my initial thoughts and my thoughts overall as i uh finished re-watching it will i watch this again i think i asked this already maybe later on um but right now no <laughs> um I, I yeah there's just too much going on right now but is this something that i i really like yeah it's like again it's a guilty pleasure it's uh very nostalgic for me but then again i am older and i a lot of things just just things just change it's okay um but if you guys decide to watch the show just focus on the soundtrack focus on the way it's edited and directed and focus on all the rookie actors that really try i think that's one thing that i was talking about i just find it very very intriguing how this script is not that good but they really are trying really really hard and i really like that but let me know what you guys think what if you've seen it if you um are interested in uh watching it you can check it out on netflix um yeah just netflix but let me know if you've seen it and what you guys think or if you haven't and you guys are thinking about it um and yeah if you want to talk more about this show and if you disagree with me let me know just be respectful um but yeah guys that is the airs didn't go too much detail because i feel like it doesn't it's just not worth it there's so many other better reviews this show has already been reviewed so many times go check that out go check those episodes out um on the airs i just have to say i think i took an hour just to say this that literally what got me hooked is the magic of editing and that ost i i don't even know 
if, if it's like the chemistry between Park Shin Hye and Lee Min Ho, because even them, they're pretty cute, but they're just not that cute to get you hooked like that. Because there's so many scenes where I'm just like, oh my gosh. There's so many scenes where he's kind of aggressive and it's like what are you doing like she said no like leave her alone and there's so many scenes where um she's like rejecting him but then she's still going after him and and that's fine like you could do whatever you want but it's just hard because you know there's so many there's quite a few scenes where (sighs) some things don't age well some things just don't age well i think the last thing i wanted to talk about is um the the kisses we gotta talk about the kisses we have to talk before i wrap up this show uh this episode let's talk about the kissing why the heck (laughs) i can't here's even when i first watched this show from back then i still felt the same way i felt the same way then i feel the same way now it's so uncomfortable when they have kissings like the way they have it in this show because the female protagonist is showing and acting like she does not want to or she does not like it and i know that for that the culture at the time like really how they would do it especially for younger for young adults or for high school dramas would be just a peck um but we're talking about even no here like he doesn't do no peck like he he goes he full-on makes out with you (laughs) so the first time they kiss it was like literally like fish two fish touching lips What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Oh yeah, it's too. It's literally just. It's. It no. It's just really bad. It's really bad. And I get it. A lot of the reason why a lot of these kisses are like the way they are, and I know pe- people make fun of K dramas because of the type of kisses, is because they're trying to portray people who have never kissed before, and that's why they look like that. So I hope that helps you out. As you continue watching K dramas and you encounter shows or kiss scenes like that, and you're like, really? Um, a lot of the times, just pay attention. A lot of the times, is there the actor portraying someone that hasn't been kissed before? And sometimes they don't care. They're like full on make out, even though the character itself never kissed before. <laughs> so it just depends, I guess. But yeah, every time that they kiss, like, she just didn't look like she enjoyed it she didn't look like she wanted to and that made me uncomfortable and that makes other people the audience uncomfortable because it's like how can it be romantic if he's just fully just not attacking her but just fully being aggressive with her and she's not liking it the most famous kiss scene in this show is them in the closet and he's talking to her and telling her like don't do anything without my consent or my permission do what i say and then just goes and just plants one on her and like she's just looks so ambushed she just looks so ambushed that it doesn't even feel like she's kissing him back eventually it gets to that but it was just weird back then and it's weird now it just like 
I'm get I'm telling y'all, I like the show for the nostalgia. It was a background show for me. It's still a background show for me. And so I, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy the feel of it and the the OST and the editing, but just the kissing. Like I always skip through those because I'm like, oh, just no, <laughs> no. Um, but I think for me, like I don't mind when the you know it's not a full-on bomb kiss it's just like a peck or whatever because they're trying to show like okay like you know again like i said like it's just showing people without experience and that's totally okay my problem is when one of them looks like they don't want to or they are being forced to or they look uncomfortable because that's just not consent you know that's just someone lunging at you and you're like oh i don't want this i don't like this and it could be the acting choices of the actress or the actor um and it's not part of the script but it's just like so uncomfortable and i think that's why i'm very particular with kissings and which ones i really like because i think it's just triggering to see to people and i think one thing that was a trend back then and i'm so happy that trend has died down through the generations as the new generations are coming up is the guy just like forcing himself on on the girl and like just kissing and just like <clears throat> in an aggressive way it's not even like sometimes they it's like kind of romantic Um, because it's like in the heat of the moment and then they just like you know go at it but there's time where like literally the guy just like grabs her and like forced it and here's the thing the girl is fighting back the girl is fighting back the girl is fighting back and that is what pisses me off like get the hell off of her you know what i mean like that's what i don't like that's when i'm like no absolutely not i don't like this i don't like this this and i think nowadays they're they that trend is like out the window hopefully i haven't lately the dramas that i've been watching i haven't seen that um i haven't seen that lately i've seen like you know a guy like they're in the heat of the moment and like the guy goes ahead and kisses her and then she pushes away and it's fine because he backs off but back then it was like he would just like yeah he would still fight while she's fighting it's just like so uncomfortable um but there's so many like um there's so many uh k-drama content makers that talk about consent and talk about like um, things like that even the wrist grabbing part like wrist grabbing again it's not too bad it's just when they again when they it's just a I don't even know if it's the acting choices of the actor or the way that the act the actress fights back or it's just or if it's literally intentional to be that way it's like oh my gosh um but even here like it's just i think for me the acting choices back then is just i didn't i didn't enjoy it. but again like i said there's a lot of content creators who've talked about this in full detail you go check them out I'll try to see um, who who's really gone into detail and really knows what they're talking about, and um, and uh, I'll um, I'll chat, I'll post it on on my stories 
um and also talk about uh, like they said consent right consent and like kissing and and even those who went into full detail about the show as well i'll also do that um through the week i don't know when yet but i'll I'll go ahead and do that um yeah but that's something that i really want to talk about because it's just again it's like what i talked about cinderella sister like it's just not as bad when like you know like you're you're again when you're you know when the guy like gets her by the hand it's like trying to lead her somewhere it's cool um that happens and stuff but it's just when the girl is like fighting so hard and i don't know if it's the acting choices or if it's part of the script and that's when it's kind of like where we like draw the line like okay like what's going on here um but yeah guys i just wanted to talk about that i just wanted to talk about about that the last thing that i want to talk about was the very the heartfelt moments that i really enjoyed of this show because i i know that i talked more negatively and i say i swear up and down that i love this show but um i think one of the things the that really that i always looked forward in watching was one of the season is an episode one season one scene in episode 14 where it's um kim Tan and it's um chan sung and they're having a heart-to-heart moment where um where they're like trying to they're still fighting like to be together and like they're just kind of having communication issues because one of them is withholding stuff because they don't want to see the other one or they don't want to be together because they think that one of them is going to make the other suffer because the whole the whole like you know rich guy can't be with a poor girl thing and like all these things and everybody's after them because you know there's so many there's so many variables (laughs) um but they're talking and and she's you know she's telling him like i cannot be with you like you will suffer more if i'm with you you know because of my background and he's and like he's like you know i don't you go through so much already like it's my fault i'll make you miserable and he's like i've oh ever since i was born i've always i've always suffered ever since i was born um it's not your fault and um you know everyone like you know everyone because i'm the second son and because there's an inheritance inheritance involved and then yeah the whole the mom thing everything i've always suffered you know it's not your fault and she says to him it's not your fault too and i thought that was a really good a really good scene i thought it was really well written in that moment and i don't think we had enough of that and i think this show would be more likable if they had more sincere moments like that to be completely honest that was a really that made it that made it like um believable like okay like this couple actually really like each other and they really you know would do go far for each other but it's not like that always <laughs> in the show but in that moment i really enjoyed it because he laid it all out like i've always suffered i've always been miserable because of how and where and to whom i was born you know and because i was born 
in this family. I've always suffered, so it's not your fault. And like I said, she tells, she says it back to him. It's not your fault too. And I feel like in that moment, the way that Imano portrayed that scene, you could feel like he has been wanting to hear that for a really, really long time. And I'm like, this is what I need right here. That acting, that part of the script, like this is what is missing of this show. Real genuine moments you know but it's just like it's not like that and that's why it's it's a shame but you see like because he was born from a a mistress son there's so many there's such a big ripple effect on the decision that he decides to make you know and it's tough because he's a kid he's just a kid they're all kids and so much weight is on their shoulders so I really liked that scene um and i think that was it (laughs) were there other scenes that were good yeah but i think that was the the biggest one that i was like now that that is a scene right there but anyways guys that is all i have for today i know it's not much i know it's not the details but i will maybe later on in the week or by the end of the week i'll share other um content creators who went into detail with it so you guys can hear their takes on it um and those who've talked about like consent and stuff like that and just so we could just so we could just start a chit chat about all this um but yeah i didn't if you guys want to check it out go ahead and check out the show it's on netflix let me know what you guys think um or if you guys already watched it let me know what you guys think and if you agree or you disagree um you guys can always message me on instagram kdrama cafe underscore podcast also have a tiktok i occasionally post stuff there if you want to check that out kdrama cafe underscore podcast as well but um yeah guys thank you guys so much for joining me um if you guys are driving please drive safe if you guys are at work have a good day at work if you guys are at school we got this (laughs) you all got this we got this and thank you so much for joining me here at the k drama cafe podcast